welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, here we are. I think the uh, this will be aired the first week of uh, December, I yeah, believe. Yeah, December 4th. I love so, December. Uh, Christmas, here we go. And uh, Yeah, I need to set my studio up, even though we're taping before the time that I normally do. I think I need to transform it into Christmas ahead of time, just yep. so that it feels right when we're taping, right? <laughs> yep. I'm sitting in a room. We have our Christmas tree up. Uh, uh, in our in our room at home, and we'll uh, start getting that all ready to go. Uh, so we enjoy the the Christmas season. Uh, a couple highlights uh, is that um, Linda uh, shared, I think, it back on November sixteenth. If you haven't watched it, is go back to uh, her guest day, which she shared about uh, Advent and Jesse Tree and worship with kids and grandkids Such great stuff uh, there for the for the family that you can really do during december and it's not too late uh mm-hmm. to, to get that going and and uh, enjoy the whole season with your kids and grand got a great way to teach the importance of jesus mm-hmm. coming on earth as a baby <laughs> and what right. and what christmas is all about and you know, keeping so. the focus where it's really supposed yeah. to be so she does a really good job of that go back and hear that for yep. sure um and then um uh i believe that uh, you and Dan and Rich and Linda and I uh, were guests on uh, November 30th, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Where we shared how to prepare for the month Mm -hmm. uh, so that uh, it doesn't stress you out, but rather it becomes a joy to you. Yes. Uh, And then we had, we both of us had some great uh, understanding and thoughts because we've learned it, you know, because we, mm-hmm. and by the way, you learn it because we, we, uh, we have stress and like, wait a minute, how, this can't be right, you know, and, right, and God, right. and God shows us, no, it isn't, you know, let me help you understand this. So there's some mm-hmm. great help there. So go back and re- look at those two sessions and, uh, really get prepared for Christmas. Uh, we're excited. We, we love Christmas and we have it. It's a pure joy, the whole thing. Uh, with decorations and we don't get overstressed and we don't get overscheduled. Uh, Linda, Linda and I do the worship of the Advent and the Jesse tree. I and love so that. It's really fun. Anyway, so we've been talking about Supernatural and uh, we've uh, come to a point now we're actually finishing the our sessions with this. Uh, mm-hmm. We've gone through, you know, the questions that Jesus, that we asked Jesus, that Jesus asked us, defined it, what prevents it. Uh, mm-hmm. what stimulates it, how do we get in a position to receive it. And then we spent uh, uh, the last several sessions on, as you're receiving it, God's going to send you out mm-hmm. to give it away and what a privilege that is. And the neat thing about giving it away is that it keeps you active mm-hmm. in receiving Absolutely. it. In receiving it, which is necessary to give it away. Mm-hmm. So it's this great circle that occurs that, if you're called to give it away, it means you are receiving it. As you give it away, you're enc- encouraged to receive it more, and then you give mm-hmm. it away. And so it's a, it's such a. And beautiful- it's so life giving, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's very exciting to 
see others receive it. And then as you stay in the kingdom, you, and this is what Kathy and I, it's hard to, it's hard to communicate this, but the life of the supernatural is just all the time. Uh, it's just cool stuff that happens, uh, that is remember God's doing things that isn't natural. It's just as you go. Can I share just a silly one from the other day? Yep. So I I think I shared the other day that uh, we had gone, I had gone down to Boston to um, take Anna shopping for clothes for her engagement photo shoot that was coming up. And um, I love to, when it's just me going down, a lot of times I won't drive. I'll take the train down. There's a train that runs from Exeter right into North Station in Boston. And, um, and then usually I'll either take the, you know, the little Metro thing. Yeah. I forget what it's called down there. The green line. She keeps trying to teach me, um, <laughs> or take an Uber over to her campus from there. But this particular week I was going down and the weather was absolutely fantastic, like unseasonably fantastic. Mm. And I love to walk. Um, and so it's about a three and a half mile walk from North station to her campus. Mm. And, and, you know, there have been times before when I would leave myself time, you know, I would Uber over to meet her and then I would lollygag back and pray and walk and, you know, just take my time getting back to the train station and walking over and whatever. Um, but God had laid on my heart specifically this morning, you know, the weather is fantastic. This will refresh you. Um, don't take an Uber. I'm going to have you walk. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. That'll be a fun adventure. Right. And So I get off the train, super excited. I happen to walk out a different door than I usually do. And this is just supernatural already kind of laying laying steps here. I I walk out a different door of the train station than I usually do. So when I put my GPS in for the walking route to her house, it's slightly, or not to her house, to her dorm, it's slightly different because I'm coming out on a different street. Um, I don't think a whole lot of it. I'm, you know, just ready to follow it. And as I step out and start walking, the first street it has me turn on is Joy Street. (laughs) So fun. So I turn on Joy Street. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is a totally different route than I've ever taken. So I turn on Joy Street and then I get to the next intersection. And all of a sudden it's Beacon Street. And the Holy Spirit brings to mind this remembrance this summer when we were praying over Anna's engagement and every, you know, all of these things going on and her time going back to Boston. One of the instructions that he actually had given us was, I want you sometime to walk from Beacon Hill to Fenway and just pray as you go. And, and so that had been tucked away in instruction and we had not had the opportunity to do that together yet. And she and Ryan hadn't had the opportunity to do that together yet, but it's just hanging there in the instruction. And I look up as I turn onto Joy Street and lo and behold, the sign up there, I am at Beacon Hill. So I'm at Beacon Street and Joy Street is Beacon Hill where it begins. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool, God. And, you know, do you want me to, to walk and pray? And it's Beacon Hill to Fenway. And I feel like he says yes. And so I head down this route and start just walking and praying and enjoying. I run into multiple different people that he highlights some different things to highlight and interact and even just little, you know, verses as I go that he lays on my heart to pray over somebody. Totally sweet, beautiful, relaxing morning um, and just super fun. And, you know, a couple different times where I'm walking along this 
and you know the park is kind of just a block or two over to my left and I'm like oh I love to go through the park should I turn into the park and God's like no I told you walk beacon to Fenway and and I'm thinking I know the geography of this I will get to a manual and I won't get to finish all the way to Fenway because that that would stop me short and in the route that I'm used to going that I wouldn't quite get to Fenway and he's like, no, I want you to stay on Beacon Street. Stay on Beacon Street. I'll tell you when to turn. And so I'm following the GPS. I'm not cutting into the park like I normally would. And this is such a long setup for a cool punchline. But it's a good punchline. <laughs> um, anyway, walking down the street. And then um, as I get going, y'all, there's another little angle that he has me go. And my, like I said, my only disappointment at this point, I'm having a fantastic morning. And my only disappointment is, well, I'm not going to get to go all the way to Fenway. And would you know, staying on that street by not turning multiple times that I'm like, oh, I know if I turn right there, I could get to whatever. I'm staying on the GPS route. I'm not diverging from it. I look up and Fenway Park is on my left. And the next turn on the GPS is Fenway Street. Ah. Literally, I didn't even have to like, Joy Street, Beacon Street, Fenway. This is what he took me. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, you had me go Beacon Hill all the way to Fenway without my knowledge, even just enjoying what you were doing. And you kept saying, yeah, don't veer, stay on the route. You're going to get there. Yeah. And it reminds me of Isaiah 30, 21. Yeah. You know, whether you turn to the right or the left, you'll hear a voice behind you saying this is the way walk in it. And just he knew so much what would delight my soul to be able to complete that and to get to walk it. And he knew by me staying on that route, which I did not know that I would actually go all the way to Fenway as well. So, wow. Fun little silly supernatural story. Yeah. But I wasn't looking for a supernatural story that morning. I was looking to go shop with my daughter yeah. and God said, hey, watch this. We're going to have a little fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of the, uh, you know, what you just said is part of what I what I've experienced is that uh, see, I think God looks at us and says, uh, let's go have some fun. Yeah. Um, and the fun is the unusual and the, the conversation mm-hmm. that he says, no, don't do that. Do this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, follow me here. Um, it's no big, you know, there's no big outcome to that of, no, you know, it was um, just fun. It was just fun. So it wasn't like, well, I had to lead you to share the, your gospel. No. It's, it's just, <laughs> hey, how about if you and I just have I had some a fun? Great time. You and I just have some fun today, you know. And I and, saw some great decorations. It was just yeah, fun. <laughs> yeah. And see, I I believe that that God wants to thrill our heart. And when He says, "I want to give you the desires of your heart," it's it's things that touch your heart mm-hmm. that are truly unique to you. Like He just said, "Is well, I got to see decorations." that were special to you. Other people mm-hmm. would have been, ah, that was nothing. Right, right. But, but for you, it was fun. Uh, Absolutely. Because why? Well, God says, I know your heart, mm-hmm. and I want to have you experience that, and it delights me to provide you things that, that thrill you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the more that we understand that, the, the joy, and I think that's why he said, you know, always be joyful, always be in mm-hmm. peace, because um, even when I'm having tough stuff, that he keeps showing us, well, I'm still going to take care of you. Uh, mm-hmm. I am going to resolve this. And let me have you have some things that thrill your heart along the way. Mm-hmm. 
right? Uh, you know, which is kind of the the, the example of that. So, yes, beautiful, great story. Uh, well, as we finish our uh, uh, topic of supernatural, we just want to go through a few summary points over the next couple of sessions uh, about what does it mean. So we're going to go to uh, Matthew twenty eight. Uh, 16 to 20, Matthew 28, 16 sure. to 20. And Jesus, uh, remember, this is one of his, his last public statements that he makes to all of us. Uh, let's see what he has to say. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain, which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's, he's died uh, on our behalf. Uh, he's been resurrected. Mm -hmm. uh, he's now discussing. So he's physically there in his new resurrected body, which right. we know... He could transform immediately from one place to another, you know, go through walls and stuff. So he's not mm -hmm. constrained any longer by the physical alone, but he, but he's physical. But uh, he's there, yeah. And um, uh, it says that, you know, he comes and some of them still struggled with, is this, is this really Jesus, you know, mm -hmm. and, and what the heck does this mean? And they're still struggling with it. Um, and this is, again, this is kind of cool that, as we look at things, we look at, okay, I've got to persuade somebody. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus didn't even address it. Um, everybody noticed it uh, mm -hmm. because remember, uh, uh, because of where this is, Matthew is physically there and he's, mm -hmm. he's stating there's a lot of people around us that still don't believe this. Right. But... Um, but uh, and Jesus knew that, but he didn't come and say, well, okay, let me try to persuade you why this is true. Right. He said, uh, I'm here. It's true. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, I'm not going to address it. Uh, you'll have to come to your own conclusions about this, but hey, you're talking to me and I'm alive. So mm -hmm. I, I would hope you'd understand that. Uh, he right. says, uh, what I really want you to understand is your assignment. Mm -hmm. um, and that is that the authority that I've been given uh, is now superior to the world's authority. So it's functioning mm. from the spiritual heaven and it right. operates in the world and that nothing mm -hmm. in the world is subordinate in terms of overpowering my authority to fulfill things because it's all been created by me in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, the world was created how? By him speaking it. Uh, it, material came out of spiritual. Right. So he's not denying that the world is under the authority, under the dominion of the enemy, uh, because uh, John himself says this in First uh, uh, John, and 60 years after Christ was resurrected, all of the world is under the authority of Satan. Um, mm -hmm. So he's not denying that. Uh, he's not saying it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, but rather... All the authority is now resident in me and is superior to the world's authority. You don't need to worry about this anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, I've overcome it. It's not a battle of equals. It's not sometimes they win, sometimes they don't. 
Right. Um, all authority is superior to the authority of the world. Don't worry about it. Let's go. Uh, okay, what? He says, well, go make disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, and so you're bringing them to an understanding of what it means to receive Christ. And by the way, when he says baptism, he's inferring that when they receive me, they get filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's one of the things that illustrates the ability to live in God's kingdom. Yes. I mean, without the Holy Spirit, you're, you're by definition in the world alone. Right. With, the whole, with your baptized in the Holy Spirit, which you do when you, believe, when you receive Christ, uh, you now have the privilege of living in the kingdom, which is by, mm-hmm. and he's been telling us, it's by invitation. Right. I'm not going to force the Holy Spirit guide, guide you yeah. every step. Yeah. yeah. And you can shunt the Holy Spirit off uh, by not following me, but, but it'd be better if you did live in the kingdom. And then he says, mm-hmm. while you're living in the kingdom, make disciples. And he says, teach them to observe and fulfill mm-hmm. every, everything that you've learned. Uh, and, and if I'm going to keep giving it away, mm-hmm. what, what must be true of me? If I'm going to, if I'm going to make a disciple, what must be true of me? I have to be living it out and experiencing yeah. it myself. I have to be a disciple. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of sets it up really clearly is that I don't want you to teach theology. I don't want you to talk about me. Mm-hmm. First of all, you need to be a disciple. Are you living the life that I'm giving you, which is the kingdom of God, surrender your will to mine, I'll resolve every issue you got, and I will deliver that in a supernatural way Mm -hmm. with authority. And by the way, which we've learned, I'm going to involve you. Mm -hmm. So don't sit on the sideline and say, God, would you take care of that? I'll see you later. It's no, you're my uh, representative of the invisible God. You go out and give it away um, Mm -hmm. and teach people to do that. Okay, now think of the word teach, and you've been a teacher. Um, When you start with a class, which you've done, done, did day one everybody get everything all at once? No, absolutely (laughs) not. (laughs) How, How did it work? You, you lay foundations step by step by step and you kind of the building blocks. You, you put some ideas out there. They try, they learn, they fail some, they, you know, learn then to master a part and then build upon that foundation and continue to grow and grow in their knowledge. Yeah. Um, and so the requirement was twofold. Um, one, they actually had to show up in class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can't be taught unless you show up in class. Right. Number one. Number two, uh, receive what you're showing them. Mm-hmm. Practice it. Right. Did they receive it? If they did, great. If they didn't, you weren't upset about it. You would just say, okay, let's try it a different way. Right. Uh, but stay with me mm-hmm. in not just showing up, but stay with me in learning the truth of this. Right. And I'm going to facilitate that you. So when he says teach, make disciples by teaching uh, all the things that you understand what it means to walk with me, is it implies it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry that they don't get it right away. Um, 
when you make a disciple, and he said, just think about boys uh, that he says to them, just think of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long did it take you? <laughs> right? Uh, well, it took three years uh, to get to the point and where And I'm still in process. <laughs> yeah, uh, to where they were then willing to willingly, oh yeah, I can now share this openly and I can mm-hmm. experience, and they continued working the supernatural. Um, right. By the way, without it. And continued it, learning more as they went still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And without it, see, it would have died off. It would have been, well, yeah, mm-hmm. you need to know Jesus, know Jesus, know Jesus, but nothing ever happens. Right. They would have lost most of their audience. Is like, mm-hmm. well, I guess, so I, could, I guess I could be religious, but that's about it. And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, when he says make disciples and teaching them to observe everything that you've learned, it's to learn to walk with me, learn to abide with me, learn the power comes from me, and and show them the authority, which is mm-hmm. why he said he started out with this point. The authority is supernatural, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about theology. I'm talking about living out the supernatural, showing that, um, and be participating in that. So as we as we work toward finishing this uh, uh, topic. Uh, it would be understand that's the assignment mm-hmm. is, well, first of all, am I a disciple? Am I learning this? And you might not even be at a point yet where you're fully able to give it away because you're still learning it. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but stay in there and you will be asked to give it away while you're going. Uh, but don't quit. Uh, right. Don't say, well, that was nice. What a nice little study we did. Uh, but um I really am not capable of experiencing this. Mm. Uh, maybe other people can, but not me. No. Learn to be a disciple uh, yeah. and receive it. And we want to help you in any way we can. That's why we have all these courses. Is, uh, you know, if you, the, more, the more you get into it with the truth of the word, it automatically happens to you. Yeah. Uh, it, because it's absolute. It, the, it, the, world, the word stands on its own, and it will transform you, and it will show you the supernatural and there's no, uh, there's no uh, kinda or maybe or perhaps, it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this because this is how he works. Yep, yep. And so he does it all the time. So the encouragement is to receive the assignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, make disciples, and making a disciple is to just in just in your mind keep thinking. Of how did Jesus do it? He took him from knowing nothing mm-hmm. to learning to stay with him to learning to live the supernatural, to learning to be transformed. Uh, what a spectacular life it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if Jesus can do that, he says, well, you can do it because you have me within you. Do it the same way. Uh, right, right. And get them to the point where they're, they're functioning. The church will grow and grow and grow because people will get excited about that uh, and live the life of freedom, the life of joy, the life of, of shalom. So... Uh, Father, we just thank you for the uh, beautiful truth of that. You give us the assignment. All authority is given to you. Superior. Nothing tops it. Uh, It's not a battle of equals. Uh, We can live that out in our life that's full of trouble, full of issues, full of of, uh, things that are against us. And you say we can experience that. And our role is to make disciples by being a disciple and inviting people to you which we pray that we will, and that the supernatural will be a a normal thing uh, for us to receive and give it away. And so we praise you and we thank you now in Christ's name. Amen.
Amen. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for joining us, everyone. If you have questions, send them in to questions at abideministries.com. And we would love to talk about them. Yep. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. See you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.